Welcome back to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tabitha Kruk, and let's first thank our sponsor, 32 Below, Froyo and more. They are officially open here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. They have frozen yogurt, they have adult floats, they have adult beverages, they have paninis, and much, much more. Oh, and make sure you try the peanut butter and jelly panini. It is amazing. So thank you so much for sponsoring and go follow them um, on all their social media. All right, today I interview Sam Anderall. She is a powerhouse woman. She is an entrepreneur. She is a businesswoman, an amazing friend, and a community member that gives back to all of the great things happening here. So enjoy this episode. Good morning. I have Samantha Anderall with me today, and I um, love this woman. She is fantastic. Uh, We have been friends for a really long time now. I've known her. um, We met through a mutual friend, and she moved to Coeur d'Alene, and I was so excited, and we have got to do so much together. Um, So thank you so much for coming on today, and uh, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I think it's been almost like 10 years now. That we've known one another. Basically. Yeah. It's fun to see this podcast come to fruition. I love it. I've loved watching all the episodes so far. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you came on. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background and then tell yeah. you know what your full-time job is, and then you have something really cool in the works that's opening soon. So tell us about tell us about Samantha. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my background so far has been mostly in demand gen, digital marketing, um, heavily in the tech space, but also a little bit of retail, um, a little bit of like hospitality, just mixed in there along the way. At the moment, um, have my hands in a few things, like you're mentioning. Um, my constant and where I spend a majority of my time is actually on a business called Interimly. So Interimly is a boutique consulting firm that my business partner, Andrea Wilt and I, she actually lives in San Francisco, um, own and operate together. So we focus on demand gen and marketing operations. So sort of this like growth marketing area, um, primarily for B2B tech companies. So the way it works and the way that our specific consulting firm works, we're different than just like a traditional agency. Um, when a B2B company gets their series A or their series B, you know, this first kind of big round of funding, um, they typically get board members. All of a sudden they have these very steep growth goals, um, very few marketers on the team, and they just don't know how to get to the next phase of the business. So we actually come in, we help them build their model. So just to figure out, okay, here are your revenue goals. How are we going to get there? How many leads do we need to generate? Where do we need to generate them? Um, so figure out, you know, what they need to deliver their overall goals and then figure out how to do it. So that's through like programs, figuring out how much budget to spend, all of these things. So we have been doing that for about three years now, um, which has been really fun. It's a lot of building, working with companies that are in a variety of different spaces. Um, really great. Um, outside of that, uh, my other big focus for the last few months has been opening up a local pizza restaurant. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's super exciting. Uh, my husband Hayden and I, along with some other um, amazing partners, uh, we're actually getting really close to opening. We're going to open, I think, in mid-September. That's what we're shooting for. So it's awesome. Uh, the pizza restaurant is called Manja. 
So it's located right by Lake City High School on the corner of kind of Ramsey and Hanley, that area. Um, there are a lot of other amazing businesses over there. 32 Below, Stretch Lab, Pure Aesthetics, just some like amazing people in that space. So um, my role in that business has really been owning marketing for the restaurant. So um, working with my sister-in-law, Erica Anderl, to put up the website, to get our social going, come up with some giveaways for once we open, uh, working with Tab Tabitha actually on some sponsorship opportunities, um, some future events when that becomes more normalized. Um, so yeah, um, that's where I've been spending majority time at the moment. A few other things going on, but that's, that's the bulk of it. Yeah, because you've also done, like you said, the boutique stuff. You've done like an online clothing company too, which I almost forgot about because you're so busy and do all this other great stuff. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, and you do your other company. I almost forgot. Yeah, so we actually, um, so Lavish Gold was going for roughly two years. So I actually started Lavish Gold at the same time we were launching into Rimley, um, which was a, a big, you know, two big projects to take on. Yeah. Um, so I actually shut down Lavish Gold back in November when the pizza restaurant was actually becoming a more tangible idea, um, mostly because, I need to focus my attention and figure out like what was going to be most lucrative and how I could like best support like my partners in both of these businesses. Lavish Gold was a business kind of on my own. I had partners in these other businesses, so they kind of took priority. So that's shut down for now, but it's still something that just is always top of mind for me. Something that I might pick up back up later. Well, yeah, and you're good at it. Like you are a fashion person. You love that kind of stuff. And it would just came almost natural to you. Um, and you made all your friends be models, which I love. I, that was the best part, um, photo shoots with all of my friends and getting them to get me their poses. Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, the retail space is a lot of work. Um, it's something that takes a lot of time, attention and a lot of energy. Um, it's an industry that's constantly changing. So it was, it, you know, it was an eye opener going into that space and just trying it out. Um, have a lot of respect for, you know, all the men and women in that space who make it work. Yeah, it's got to be a lot. I mean, that I can't even imagine like all the little details that go into that. And then, gosh, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> 100%. So um, some fun questions uh, I want to ask you, and then we'll get, we can go back into your businesses or anything else. But um, what is one life lesson that you have learned the hard way? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure that I learned this the hard way necessarily, um, but one big thought that I kind of hold on to that's always at the forefront of my mind is you don't get things unless you work for them or ask for them, right? Things don't typically just come to people, whether it's a promotion, whether it's someone changing the way that they're treating you, whatever it may be, like other people often aren't thinking about you. They're not looking out for your best interest. Um, so it's really up to you to lobby for yourself and what you want. And I think women specifically are becoming better at that over the years, but you got to ask for it. You got to, you know, look in the eyes and ask for exactly what you want. I love that. I think that might be one of my best answers that I've gotten because, um, <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic because, um, you know, when I do PR on the side, that's what I do is I represent people because they're not willing to like promote themselves. They're not willing to say, Hey, I need this, or I want this, or I'm the best at this. You need to hire me or you need to buy my product or whatever it is. 
And it's so true. Like people, it's okay to brag about yourself. It's okay to ask for those things because they're like, no, it's a great idea. Like, let's do this. Um, so great. I love that. Confidence in yourself, confidence in what you're offering and knowing that, you know, once you assert yourself, you're going to be taken seriously. Oh, so. completely. Um, what inspires you to be like your best self? You are a rock star. You are a, you know what, know what the best thing about Sam is that she, any woman in her life, I always feel like I'm a rock star just being around you. And it's the way you make us feel. And you're really great at that. So what inspires you to be your best self? I love that. All the women in my life are rock stars. First of all, you don't just feel like it. You are. Um, honestly, I feel like for me, the most important thing is a healthy balance. So when I work too much, I know that I'm always working on a ton of things. I have my hands in a lot of different places. I'm always interested in the next business endeavor, but honestly, when I work too much, I get burnt out. I, I personally, I need social interaction. I need exercise. I need good food. I need good drinks. You know, honestly, I'm a big believer in life is meant to be enjoyed. And when I'm truly enjoying it and when I'm having a good time, I'm honestly, I'm more creative and more inspired. And I want to work harder on these things that are important to me. Um, so I just need balance, balance across. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's so key. Like I know everyone's like, there's no such thing as life or work life balance, but there is like, you need to have a balance in your life. I'm a Libra. So I'm always like, I need balance. If not, if I'm one way, Oh, it's not good. Scales tip. Things are bad. You get stressed out. You know, I think, I think balance is hard to find and balance is never perfect, right? You're always working on the right balance and you know, what you're prioritizing at the time. And you know, sometimes it's not consistent, but overall, when you just like look at life and you're saying, okay, I'm working pretty hard, but I'm also having a lot of fun and I'm trying a lot of new places and I'm meeting a lot of great new people. That feels good. Yeah. And I think it's also knowing what fuels you too. There's everyone's different. Some people like that alone time and reading a book and being by a beach. And then some people need their friends and need that energy. Yeah. Balance looks different for every single human. I need like three hours of alone time and then I'm ready to hang out with somebody again but some people you know some people need days they need seclusion they need you know like you said different ways of refueling exactly so who is your biggest hero mm, well I feel like this is timely with everything that's going on um but honestly any woman brave enough to enter the world of politics mm. I honestly believe whether it's at the local level whether it's at the national level like we need more female leaders, um, specifically because they show a lot of empathy in leadership that can be lacking. Um, you know, early on, I always thought I'd be in politics. I majored in political science. I was like going to DC. Don't think about doing, you would be fantastic. It was, it was like my dream, but look, like, you know, looking at it, like I can't imagine how hard, how draining, how hard those women have to fight and work every single day. Honestly, like those women are rock stars. So. Yeah. Any woman in politics. That's so true. It's so good. I've, uh, I think it would be fantastic. I mean, we need, obviously we need a lot of change and stuff and, um, women are go-getters. I had a, a podcast with, um, with a very influential male and he pretty much told me he loved to hire women because there's not, there's not like, okay, let's get that done in two weeks and run this report. He's like, no, we're doing it now. Like they're go-getters and they just like, let's get this done. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're like, we're programmed to work harder for what we want, right? Because it's so long for like the scales to balance between women and men. And so it's true. You put a woman in a role and I mean, 
Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of really wonderful, hardworking, amazing, empathetic men have some amazing men in my life, but women, I mean, they get to it. Yeah. We just, there's no BS. We just like, we need to get this done. (laughs) Totally. Totally. So one tip to make the world a little bit better. One tip. I feel like this would go in a lot of different directions. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. So anything positive, I think, um, that someone's listening is just like, how can we do, how, how can we make this world better? Again, because of timeliness, I think it's just to respect one another. There's a lot of different people with a lot of different viewpoints, a lot of different people that are having a lot of feelings right now and just respect people's feelings and where they sit and their decisions that they're making, you know? everyone's having a really difficult time making decisions right now. (laughs) And, you know, if we don't, if we don't respect one another and encourage each other to be like individuals and make our own decisions and feel good about that, that makes the world a really hard place to live. So honestly, respect one another. Uh, It's, it's so perfect. It's, it's exactly what we need to respect and be kind because uh, I know you and I don't have children, so we probably don't understand this, but I can't imagine being a mother right now with kids going back to school and having to make those tough decisions of like, do we want it to be like this? Do we want homeschool? Do we want the consistency? Do we want to put them in the, in, in public schools where there's the virus? And, you know, there's so many ways to look at it. And so I, I don't envy parents right now. I have said that exact phrase, like, I don't envy you for having to make this decision to so many fathers and mothers in the last few weeks. You know, again, there's, there's no good decisions. There's no decisions that feel good or feel right. There's no right and wrong. You know, so everyone having to make a decision when there's no defined right or wrong is so difficult. Right. A ton of parents that are figuring this out right now. And then you have the school districts, they're trying to do the right for our public safety and kids and like, then they have to, and if they make the decision, then they're super wrong because they didn't make the right decision that half people liked. And so I don't envy anybody in that world. Oh my gosh. All the administration, all of the principals, um, you know, one of um, Hayden and I's aunts is actually a principal in Coeur d'Alene and I, it's just such a hard place to be in. I oh, just, yeah. I and to enforce like social distance. Like I think of myself as a kid and they're going to enforce social distancing. And I'm like, how do you get a six-year-old to social distance? Right. You're just zooming around. Like you're touching everything, licking everything, eating everything. <laughs> yeah. We need to send our teachers like lots of coffee this year. I feel like they're going to need it. Yes. They need to be sponsored by like local coffee stands around town. <laughs> I think that's a great, I think we have a great idea because that needs to happen. Yes. We should encourage that. Yes. I think that's a great idea. Um, yes. So with, I guess that we start talking about coffee. Um, you and your husband, Hayden, I adore both of you so much. Um, you guys are foodies and love your little hot spots. So anyone that's listening, tell us your favorite rest, like date night restaurant first. Oof. Okay. Well, a little plug soon to be Manja. <laughs> We're opening a restaurant. I feel like I have to say that. Um, well, and your fire oven is beautiful. Like gorgeous. I always say it just looks like we're about to have a pizza party, right? It's beautiful. It's like shining. It's glimmering. It's so pretty. Um, okay. I always have a really hard time with this question because like you said, I like, I I love restaurants. I love food. I'm a foodie. Um, but one spot locally that I always gravitate to is Midtown Bluebird. Mm. I love the food there. The wine list is always amazing. Oftentimes let them like recommend what I'm drinking when I'm in there and they 
always do a fantastic job. Um, I really dig the overall atmosphere there and the staff there. I, I don't know why, but they are just always extra welcoming. They're always so nice, so attentive. It's, I don't know. I, I really love the place. It's, it's got really good feel, feel good vibes for me. Oh yeah. And I love Midtown now. It's starting to like, just kind of pop. And so it kind of feels like an up and coming happening. Yeah. Yes, I love it. So what about cocktails though? So happy hour, where would you recommend a good happy hour? Okay. You know what I just stumbled on recently, which I think, um, has been open since maybe beginning of the year or late last year, but is bees knees. Mm-hmm. Um, it is in Hayden actually up on Lancaster and I've been there a couple times recently and they make some of the best cocktails I've ever had in Coeur d'Alene or just anywhere in general. Like they are amazing. I'm not a big, um, whiskey drinker personally. I don't drink it on a regular basis. However, every time I go there, I get a whiskey cocktail. They do a fantastic job. Um, it's incredible. Um, outside of that, I also really do love Seasons and Whispers. They always come through for me with a delicious cocktail. And the view. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Whispers, like being outside of Whispers around the fire for me just can't be beat. It's like a perfect way to spend an early evening, watch the sunset, have a nice drink. Love it. Oh, yeah. I know. I love the summer. We've, we've done drinks there many a times and it's just the atmosphere and a good drink and your friends, like, yeah. not much better. That's what I was actually thinking when I said seasons and whispers. I was like, those seem to be the spots that we gravitate to yeah. when we're together. So makes a lot of sense. All right. One last food question. Where do we go for brunch? <sighs> brunch. This is also a hard question. Oh, they're all hard because we do. We're lucky to live here because there is so many good food spots. No. Um, honestly, I really love the food at the Garnet. Um, you know, it's just been kind of one of those brunch spots that's just amazing. Oftentimes, you know, it can be hard to get into. You got to get on the list. Um, but it's so good. I also, um, I've been really meaning to try Bell's Brunch. Oh, I love it. Heard I have heard amazing, like glowing reviews from that place. And I just, I have not been there yet. It's right next to Bees Knees. So I should just hit up both at some point, but. Do late brunch and then go get an early uh, cocktail. Exactly. Like, like maybe like a two o'clock brunch followed by a four o'clock cocktail. It's perfect. Yep. And then yep. you can go home and take a nap. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> Things will be fine. Um, so outside of running businesses, being a powerhouse, um, rock star. Tell us some of your hobbies. Um, I also know that you love to give back to our community as well. Yeah. Um, I love how many times you've called me a rock star. You're really building me up over here. So appreciate it. (laughs) Um, okay. Honestly, I have a lot of hobbies. (laughs) Um, I obviously, from what we talked about, I like to keep busy. Um, I would say recently, and in you know the current state of the world, um, this summer I've been playing a lot of golf, actually, getting more into golf, feeling more confident, um, actually playing what I would consider like well instead of just hitting the ball. Um, I've been getting out and paddleboarding a lot. Um, we invested in paddleboards actually back in like March, right at the beginning of COVID. Um, so we have been, yeah, we've been getting out in the water. It's been great. Um, I've been taking a lot of like walks lately. I've had this recent goal to walk 20 miles a week. Um, 
Right. And it's just been to give, yeah, it's just been to give me like clarity. It's a good time to sink, get inspired, just have like a little bit of that like quiet time, that refueling time. Um, and yeah, I mean, what you're talking about giving back to the community, um, you know, Hayden and I try to do as many sponsorships and things as we possibly can to give back and support, um, especially nonprofits around the community. Um, one of the main nonprofits I would say that we are really drawn to and support is the Children's Village. Um, and actually that's thanks to you, Tabitha. So <laughs> you got us involved when we first moved here and I have just gravitated toward their mission and what they stand for and, you know, the direct way that they impact lives of children in this community. So, oh yeah, know, it, uh, it it's, well, and that's the thing is it's, it's one of the most needed nonprofits. Like there's so many nonprofits that like help for a cause or help for an illness or help, you know, in those ways. But this, this nonprofit actually saves children that are homeless or abused or mentally, sexually, physically, like this is actually being an intervention and could save a life. 100%. And you can, I mean, you can see it, right? When you go there and you see the children there, it is just, it's so impactful. And again, I did not envy that crew having to put together the virtual event this year. Um, they did such an amazing job. You know, Vanessa, Jamie, Griffin, like they killed it. Like it was, it was incredible. Like it gave me goosebumps. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tuning into the virtual event, seeing how successful it was seeing everyone participate. I know they had technical difficulties, all those things, but like, it was such a success. I was so proud of them. Yeah. It, they killed it. And like Rose, I was like, when she started auctioning, I was like, Oh my gosh, she's actually auctioning. Like I hear like, -da 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 -da. I was like, Oh, I feel like I'm there. Yes. Actually she, there was one of the, one of the live auction items that were up for bid and she actually called Hayden and I out in the middle of the live auction. And she was like, Sam, are you talking to Hayden about it? Are you gonna press the button? Are are you in, Sam? Hayden, can you hear me over there? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I feel like I'm in the event in person, and it, it also worked. I was like, Ooh, I should press the button. She's telling me to. I should do it. <laughs> I, I I need this. I need to do this. It's for the kids. Exactly. That's that's my favorite phrase during uh, that mm -hmm. event. And yes. Hayden loves that. Right. Totally. He's like, Yes, it is for the kids, but calm down a bit. <laughs> business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were actually, I was at 32 below when it was going on. So we had it up on their screen and we were doing dishes and like helping them get ready. But it was just, it was super fun. It was so much fun. We, we actually got together with the group that we had a table with originally. So Hayden, oh. so Andrew, uh, real estate and development sponsored a table for the children's village event. And then we just brought the people that were supposed to be at our table to a house and we made like our own dinner. We opened the wine that was delivered. It was fun. Love, love. I love that. Yes. Um, and then like when you said about walking too, I think it was a good point. I think everyone needs to walk. I'm a promoter of walking because I think um, I got advice from a 90, I guess she's 94 years old. And she gave me like three advices to like having a long, healthy life. And one was, um, to always like be positive and to like not sweat the small stuff. And yes. her, exactly. And then the other one was, I think at the time it was drink some gin. Um, yeah. And the third also, one was to move. Yeah, exactly. And the third one was to move, like to move your body is so important because the older you get, the less muscle you have, the like your bones yeah. get like braille. And so I think that's something that everyone should do. 
You don't have to be a runner. You don't have to be strength training. You don't have to like go and run marathons and ride bikes, but you can walk. Absolutely. And walking is so good for you because I'm the same way. Like I'm not a runner. I used to be in my early twenties. I was like really into it. Totally burnt myself out again. I can do that. Um, but now I just, I love it. And it makes, it just feels so good. It's like, I've never gone on a walk and been like, wow, that wasn't a good use of time. Yeah, exactly. And you, you're cruising around all over downtown. You're walking everywhere all the time. I love it. I'm like, I have to go 10,000 steps a day. (laughs) Totally. That's my goal too. Yeah. So I actually like, um, I, but a lot of times I have to pull my phone out because I have ideas on my walk. And like you said, like sometimes your brain starts moving. I'm like, I can't remember what I was thinking about that. I do that too. I always bring my phone with me for that exact reason and, and to track my miles because I'm competitive myself. I want to go a certain amount of miles. Yep. So if here's another fun question, if you, um, had a billboard, what would it say on it or what would be on this billboard? It's your billboard. You can do anything you want with it. Oof. I don't know. Maybe just, Hey, Let's grab a dirty martini and talk it out. Come hang out with me. Let's be friends. Uh, you know what? That is so you. And it would be sparkling and it would be your animal print and it would be fun. Make a little animal print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, yeah. Be something not too serious, something lighthearted. Just, we need more fun. I love that. So on a more of, I guess, a serious side, um, what's something that you have failed at that you've maybe learned from? Like what's something, whether it's at work, whether it's personal, mm-hmm. something you failed at? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'll go back to what we were talking about earlier with Lavish Gold. Um, so I, you know, I went into Lavish Gold and thought that it was something that I could do part time and like on the side and as like little passion project. Um, and it failed, right? Like we, we never got to the point where we were making a ton of money Um, We never got to the point where I had just figured it out, where things felt smooth. But honestly, like, it was a great learning experience. Um, I know that I didn't put the necessary time and thought and effort and energy into making it work. Um, Like I said earlier, I was launching Interimly around the same time, and it was just too much to take it all on. So I think, honestly, like, two things coming from that is, one, like, you have to prioritize where you focus sometimes. So although I want to be involved in a lot of things, I just have to figure out at that moment, you know, what my priorities are and how much time I can spend. And honestly, like what my own capacity is for doing work items. Um, and then honestly, I also figured out that the retail space, like I mentioned earlier, it's hard. Um, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy, you know, people that know what they're doing. You know, I, I, I love to venture into like new areas so I can just learn and absorb and, you know, like take on another skill set. But, you know, you need to be an expert in retail to make that work. And I, I was not, I mean, I learned a lot, yeah. but I was not an expert. I was not like going into it on the right foot knowing what I was doing. Um, so honestly, I would say that. That's perfect. I love that. Um, yeah. I think that's something you must have gotten really good at because um, I've noticed you a lot lately. Like if you can't fully commit to it, you're not going to do it. Um, even when I asked you to be on my podcast video project early on, you're like, hey, I'm in COVID. We, things are crazy and I just can't put my best foot forward. And I'm like, I love that answer. I love when people turn me down because I know that they're like, they got things to do. And it's very like, I realize I need to do that more and be like, you know what, when you can't do it, just don't like people understand people are like, thanks for just telling me mean straightforward. Um, I love that. 
I honestly, I keep saying that 2020 is the year of balance and boundaries for myself. Um, so I have been trying to do that. I've been trying to find better balance between work and fun. And I've also just been trying to set up better boundaries and know like when I'm too tired to do something or yeah, like you said, like when I'm not gonna have my best foot forward, just don't do it. Don't get involved. Cause again, like it's not helpful for the people around you to go into something when either you don't want to be there, you're too tired to be there. You don't have the energy, you know, like projecting my boundaries and my balance for me, like helps me keep my energy up yep. and make it like I'm feeling good, which should be everyone's number one goal, right? <laughs> like you have to focus on your energy, your well-being, and if you're in a good place, you can help people around you be in a good place. I love that. So um, before we go, tell us, is there any way that we can support you and your business and especially the pizza place? Like if you have, tell us anything, plug away, um, and whatever you need from the community. Yeah, honestly, I mean, just spreading the word about the pizza place, it's actually been wonderful. We, I think we launched social media maybe like a month ago to start like teasing the business. And we have gotten a ton of followers on Instagram, a lot of people interacting with us, which is amazing. Um, just sharing the message, telling people that there's a new wood fire pizza place that's opening, you know, telling them where it is. Honestly, building up the other businesses around us, 32 Below, Pure Aesthetics, Stretch Labs, Union, you know, Lunchbox Wax, Pokey Works, um, all of these other amazing businesses that are in the same, you know, retail space as us. Um, you know, I honestly think that like if those businesses succeeding help us succeed. So we're all in this space. It's a really cool little area. Come check it out. Um, it's amazing. It's just, it's just been really fun. It's been really fun to see them succeed. And I really hope that, you know, come mid September, we see the same success. So exactly. And I think Allie and I were talking about that, the owner of 32 below. Um, she said, that's exactly what she said. She's like, people are going to go have pizza. And then after pizza, they have to have dessert or an after, after dinner cocktail, of course, they're going to come to us. Or if someone that has coffee and waffles and they're like, Oh, and they got busy at a meeting, but like, Hey, let's grab some frozen yogurt. Like it's just kind of cool. It is, it is such a good space. Like there is honestly a little bit of everything, all of the businesses, you know, honestly a little plug for Hayden. He helped fill all those spaces and find the right people to be there. And honestly, he did an amazing job. Like all the business owners are fantastic people, you know, like they all just rock. They're all just like good, fun people with great businesses. So I'm really stoked for that little area. Yeah. And that's what Allie said. She said the same thing about Hayden. She goes, you know, when you look at a rule list, there's this and this, but if you call him, she's like, he was so easy to work with and he was just like understanding. And so, um, he did a great job for sure. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you so very much for uh, joining me and uh, good luck with the pizza place. I can't wait to try it out. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you in person soon. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.